Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Playing Around with Paige Renee. Welcome back to another episode of Playing Around with your host, Paige Renee. We have Josh and Tori. We're just going to check in really fast. How's everyone doing? Because honestly, I have been in like the worst mood lately. I've just been, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like Groundhog's Day where you just like wake up and you just live the same day over and over and over again. And I think I'm just kind of in a rut and I'm sick of it. Well, I, I think you got to change that up. That's up to you. Because I've just I felt the same way yesterday, but today, after this podcast, I'm playing my first round of golf. That's exciting. Where are you gonna play? It's a place called Rustic Canyon, and it is a Lynx style course. It's you know, Golf Digest, Golf Magazines rated it like the best value deal for like a decade. It's one of my favorite courses. Um, I love it. It's, it's just going to be awesome. How bad do you think you're going to play? Oh, bad. Real bad. Real, <laughs> real, real bad. I, I got to hit some greens because you know, this, here's the problem. I don't know if you know this PG, but I've been building a house. Yeah. So I, I literally were, I hung like five doors yesterday by myself because I'm social distancing. So picking up, carrying up the stairs, putting them in. You know, leveling, plum square, all of it. My back is killing me. My hands are rocks. So it's even worse than when we played. Tori, that sounds like a bunch of excuses to me. I think you should. <laughs> it sounds like I should get out there and probably hit a better handy handicap than him. Oh, really? Tor- Pro Tour is going to go out to the golf field and have a go? <laughs> Honestly, it could be one of those things, though. Sometimes when I don't play for a while and then I play again, I play awesome and it's like the best round I've ever had. And then it's the second round or third round where the rust kind of hits me and I'm like, what am I doing? 
or you get on the golf course and you have no idea. So you just you you never know. But I'm I'm hoping for the best for you today, Josh. I'm excited for you. That that's that's fun. I'm glad people are starting to like get out and play again. And you'll have to give us an update on how bad or how good you played on the next episode. I I definitely will lie. Whichever way, I'll lie. If I I shoot even par, I'll say I'm two under. I'm going to lie to you. Oh, even par? Josh, I've played with you before. You can't lie to me. (laughs) I like that you're trying to sound all professional. Like, oh, if I shoot even par, I'm saying I've shot two under. Yeah, right. Let's let's try like... You're already lying. lying. I'm already lying. Like 80s, and then you lie to me in the 70s. That's more realistic. That's more your speed. (laughs) It's part of the game. (laughs) Well, Josh, this might be your favorite episode because we have a very special guest today. And Uh, I, I know you know who she is. And I'm excited about this because she's actually a good friend of mine. She's awesome. But we have Holly Saunders on today. How do you, how do you feel about that with me and Holly? Are you going to report back to your guys and be like, today was the best day ever? Um, all I'm going to say is that if, if it's possible, and I'll get your permission, if I could get a screenshot, I mean, the bragging rights <laughs> will go for years. Well, I mean, you're already on the podcast, so do you really need the screenshot to prove it as well? Well, I'm just saying, I want to do a, I just want to text it to all my guy friends and say, <laughs> hey, hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? This, this, is, this is my little Friday morning. <laughs> Lucky you, and then you're going to go shoot 90 on the golf course. Okay, okay, I'm not, because that would mean I shot 100 and I lied. <laughs> That's very true. But no, I'm, I'm really excited to have her. Uh, she is... She's she's awesome. Um, she has no. If you guys think I have no filter, Holly has no filter, uh, and she has a really impressive career too. And I think people tend to forget that, and it's really sad because she has accomplished so much, and she's still so young. And uh, I'm just I'm excited to talk to her today, and hopefully people can see a little bit of a different side to her. Well, and I'm going to save this till I guess when she gets on because of how you guys know each other and all of that stuff. Because you guys are in like almost you're almost competitors in a way. You know, yes and no. I think like we bond. Well, so when I first met her, we kind of bonded over the fact that we've shared kind of a similar career path and we've done things the same way. We think very similarly. We've had similar struggles, and so even though we might be a little bit competitive since just because you know we're in golf and of how we look we're she's probably the one of the only girls I've truly bonded with in my field of work because of everything that she's gone through and that I can relate to and so I think from the very beginning we never really felt this like competitiveness I will say I was very intimidated by her at first because she's so beautiful and she's such a spitfire she's uber confident and uh she just when she walks in the room like you notice and so i was i was intimidated at first but uh once i started talking to her she's she's really cool oh it's gonna be fun that's great okay so that's i can't wait to see all of that and i'm a very lucky man um but i wanted to do do one little thing real quick before we jump into that and that is the update on the match that oh the little um thing they did the other day the video thing that update? No, well, 
it's official now that it's official. They've got a date. They've got a time. They've got a you know. They've got a and they have a format. Oh, I I didn't see that. I honestly have just been like depressed in my house, just like not doing anything. So, uh, what what's the format? So it's it's kind of what we kind of hoped for and kind of not. So the first the first nine is four ball. So that means best basically best ball, right? Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna get screwed there because it's basically gonna be Tiger versus Phil. Yeah, pretty much. But the second nine is gonna be a modified alternate shot. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's yeah. going to be so hard. Alternate shot is the worst format of all time. It, I had to do, <laughs> there was a um, father-daughter tournament a long time ago that I played with my dad, and it was mostly father-son, and then I ended up playing. And at the very last moment, they changed the entire format to being alternate shot, and I had to play where the boys were from, and my dad had to play all the way back from the tips, and he sucks. The only fairway he hit was number 18, and he hit it on the 15th fairway, and I had to hit it from the 15th fairway all over the clubhouse from like 220 out with like a three wood and they just put new glass and I had to go over it but I was livid at my dad because he was like <laughs> snap hooking it and I was hitting these shots I've never even hit before so I'm sure Tiger and Phil are gonna be like I've never I've never been in this spot before so it's gonna be really fun to see them kind of struggle a bit alternate shots the worst I don't care how good of a player you are you always struggle with alternate shot yeah, and I think that also what that does is that caters to banter because Sorry. they're gonna have to. So, so like Peyton, you know, Peyton puts Tiger in the woods or whatever, or 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 you know, Tiger's gonna have to advise the whole time. I think it's gonna be really, it's gonna be really helpful for the banter. No, I, I agree, but I will say that. Tiger and Phil are probably the two most prepared guys to play alternate shot because they don't really hit that many fairways either. So (laughs) 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 they're used to scrambling and uh, they're used to playing some unique shots. So I'm excited, mostly excited to see Phil try to hit some crazy, crazy shots out there. So, you know, he likes to just bomb it away and just flop it from everywhere. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited for that. So, PG, why aren't you out at the golf course if if you're, if you're, quarantine or your stay at home is driving you nuts i don't know i I, there's just so many people out there like i when i go hit golf balls it just it feels so packed and i just don't know if it's like safe yet i don't it just seems kind of soon and there's really no precautions out here at arizona golf courses so i just don't know if like it's worth it or yeah I just don't know how I feel about it yet. And honestly, I just don't really feel like walking either because I refuse to take a car right now. (laughs) 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 The last time I played, I I had to walk like nine holes and our home course, True North, is like up and down and it's so long. And I was like, I haven't huffed it in the longest time. And up number nine, I was like huffing and puffing and my legs were sore and my back. And I was like, I'm never walking again. So I think that's, you know, the main reason why I just don't want to (laughs) walk. Fair and I refuse, but I refuse to use a push cart. I think people who use, and this is, it's probably going to ruffle some feathers, but I think people who use push carts are just bitches. Like, oh! They- oh! <laughs> I, I have 
been raised to not use a push cart. I think push carts are for wimps. You carry your bag and that's the way that it is. You do not use a push cart. Like it's embarrassing seeing these kids in college now use their little push cart. I think it's just such a bad look for golf. Like be an athlete, carry your bag. Oh. How many push carts do you have, Josh? <laughs> I have a really nice push cart. <laughs> and you're totally going to use that today, aren't you? I am going to use the push cart today. I knew it. But I oh. mean, that's not shocking. Like, I feel like you're a push cart type of guy. Oh my god, PG, that hurts so bad because I subscribed to what you thought for <laughs> almost all of my life, right? And then I hurt my back. And I was like, okay, well, I can't carry anymore. So, and I got a push cart and I love it. And I'm a bitch. It, you know, and the thing is, it's like, I see why people use push carts. And there's definitely times where it's pouring rain and I'm like lugging my bag and carrying my umbrella. And the person, the push cart's just like, do, 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 with their little umbrella and they like, their snacks and everything's dry. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> this is karma for me just being a complete bitch about calling you a bitch. Uh, <laughs> so I get it, but that is just my own personal philosophy and I'm sticking to it. So I, I've used a push car like once or twice but i i'm a carrier through and through i will always carry my bag and i just i can't do it like i can't bring myself to use a push cart it's, it's we'll, almost as bad we'll as people see. using no but it's almost as bad as like people using there's three things that really bother me when okay. non-professionals use a tour bag a staff bag that's one uh iron covers is another one <laughs> <laughs> so and, so far and people who use push carts. Those are like my three things. I can't I can't deal with it. Uh, I totally I totally creeped into your top three. I'm such a I'm s i am agree completely with both the other two. I can't wait until I see the full push cart with the staff bag with the iron covers. I feel like that is when I'm gonna die. When I Should see I that on the golf course is the day that I'm done playing. <laughs> Should I get the um, plastic uh, iron covers or the like the little um, soft glove kind? They're the the black soft ones with the little number on it. <laughs> listen, <Or> like... <laughs> listen, listeners, let us know who is uh, like. Do I don't even know how to tease this because I just don't understand golf. Like, do you put a little? Do, are you someone who puts a little cover on your golf club? Or, irons, or do you irons. irons? Or do you do you push cart your golf clubs around? Let us wow. know at paririheartradio.com <laughs> or DM us at Playing Around Podcast. And we are going to come to break. We are going to go to break, and then we will bring on Holly next. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. So we have Holly on the podcast today. Thank you so much for coming on. I am so excited. First off, how are you doing? How are you surviving? Oh my God. Thank you for having me. I know you can have your choice of guests and to take the time with me, Paige. Thank you. And I am in Las Vegas right now. I have been alone now for, I think, 21 days. And, <laughs> and I spent actually 16, 17 hours a day building an app, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. But that's what I've been doing. Just trying to like not go crazy and jump off the 38th floor here. Seriously. It's been nuts. Right. How about you? same it's just been like the same day over and over again I'm getting sick of it I want to travel again I want everything to be normal but uh, I'm lucky here in Arizona it's I mean you can still like go out and um, they've opened like golf courses now and I think they're opening like restaurants so it's starting to slowly get back to normal but is it like a ghost town in Vegas it must be so weird being there with no one there it is so strange there was no one in the airport I was in Mexico for the first four weeks um, of this like when corona started and lockdown started and then I came back, flew through McCarran, and nobody was there. And then the strip, the Las Vegas strip, is completely dark. All the lights are turned off. Every hotel. <laughs> and there are, like, police officers guarding the front door of, say, the Wynn or Bellagio. So nobody can even go up and take pictures. It's The strip is completely dark. I never thought I'd see that in my life. I never thought we'd see a day without sports either. But this is crazy. No, I know. it's It's insane. But... I just want to, I'm, again, I'm so happy that you're on, and I feel like a lot of people don't even know that we're friends, and yeah. we have, like, so much in common, and I, I just can't wait to get kind of into everything, because I feel like so many people, same for you as for me, is they only focus on, like, one or two things of our lives, and they kind of fixate on that, but you have had such an incredible career. I mean, you've kind of paved the path for so many of us, and one really cool thing that I found out is you actually played on the high school boys golf team. <laughs> yeah, Paige, like, nobody knows. I guess they see us comment on each other's Instagram posts and stuff like that. But, like, last year when I was finally able to meet you in Las Vegas um, over at Shadow and then um, we were at Michael Phelps' program, right? Yeah, we actually got to spend quality time together. I met you. Yeah. Season. And what I had always thought 
just through seeing you and just, you know, I, I judge people by their actions, the way they walk, the way they talk, the things they do. You were even nicer in person, even more genuine in person, prettier in person, truly. And I don't, there's not many people you can say, not many people I've met in person impress me more. You impress me more. And, um, yeah, I mean, we need to collaborate on something. We keep talking about this, but then the apocalypse happens and it somehow interrupts us. Um, but yeah, okay, so back to the beginning with me. Yeah, golf was a part of my life forever. So I was six, my mom took me to the golf course for the first time and it just kind of stuck. And then, yeah, I, I was on the boys golf team and you know set the school record in middle school. We didn't have enough girls. I wore the big, that was before they had women's <laughs> golf clothes. So yeah. I wore like the, the big, God, what were they? I think they were polo back then, this baggy ass and the green joys that you know, weren't <laughs> waterproof yet. They were a size five. Can't put in the boys team. I played boys uh, softball and baseball and everything was kind of all boys until until high school. I was an all-state basketball player. A lot of people don't know this. They just think, you know, golf was, was it. Um, all-state golfer and basketball player. And that's all my life was was sports. Yeah. And then you went and played D1 golf at Michigan State too. Mm -hmm. Did you ever have any aspirations to play professional golf after that, or do you want to just get straight into broadcast? I thought I did, but then seeing the girls who played number one and two on our team, like Sarah Brown or Laura Cuny, um, I wasn't even close. So, you yeah. know, I was good to play, you know, three, four. I was on a full scholarship. It was fun. I had an amazing, I had a really, really fun fucking time in Michigan State. <laughs> I had a really fun time. So it was the basketball and the football, and it was a full experience, Big Ten. So, um, yeah, I thought I wanted to, but I was, I would have lived out of my car and been broke in like three days if I tried to go on the futures tour back then. So I, um, yeah, I, I, I was like, you know what, I'm going to about it for a living instead. So I was at the Memorial tournament from Columbus after Michigan state, I went back to Columbus and was just an intern getting people's coffee, like the local <laughs> sports station there. Cause luckily I played around a golf with Dom Ferry, who's a local legend, their sports department. And they let me be an intern running around just, you know, and, and the Memorial tournament came, which is at Muirfield every year. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I went up, I was just doing little interviews there. I called Brad Fax in the wrong name, which is <laughs> on the range, which is amazing because I ended up working on a network with him later and he remembered it. Um, but I went up to one of the golf channel cameras at Muirfield. I think I was 21 and I was like, you need to hire me. I didn't even know who was on the other end of it. It was just, I think it was like Steve Sands just between live shots. And I went to the camera and I was like, I don't know who's watching you need to hire me. I'm 21. And I, we tried to find the footage later. We couldn't get it, but they were just like, who is this? Like, of course they can't hear me. I wasn't mic'd up. They're like, what is happening right now? They're like, Steve, are you okay? Um, so I kept sending this uh, news director messages. I'm 21 years old. I'm like, I need his email. Um, his name is Joe Riley. And I kept sending him messages. And for whatever reason he responded and he's a wonderful guy. I stay in touch with him to this day. He said, listen, you don't have any live TV. We can't just hire you, okay, just because you play golf. So I went to Little Rock, Arkansas, and I did the local news, 5 <laughs> 10 p.m. news, like kidnappings, um, like gangs, tornadoes. We were in four different tornadoes, like like domestic stuff like that. We're in the middle of that, like in trailer parks and, and neighborhoods in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. So I did that for nine months, learned live TV. I sucked. I was terrible. <laughs> like half the time the video didn't roll. I'm screwing up reading the teleprompter. I, again, I'm not trained. I don't know what I'm doing. Nine months later, golf channel. Um, I keep bothering them. They finally bring me in for an audition because they said, Hey, we're starting a new morning show. We don't even know what the name of the show is going to be. 
Okay, we, we've never had morning programming before. It's always been like the Or Lamar, like yeah. the metal commercial. Okay, so they're like, this could totally bomb. We don't know. So I go in, I read some highlights, um, and they were like, okay, we'll hire, we'll hire you. You can do the updates taped. I couldn't even do live TV yet. They, didn't, they hadn't even hired the other two hosts of the show yet. I didn't know who I'd be working with. So yeah. they hire Eric, they hire Gary, and about two months later, we start morning drive so they came up with other names of the show it was supposed to be like dew sweeper <laughs> dew sweepers and <laughs> it, it somehow became morning drive we go on the air whatever it was january 1st 2011 and we had met two days earlier and there we go um but yeah i was so nervous i couldn't do anything live um, <laughs> the first five months i had to tape all my updates and then uh we kind of went from there and it kind of went fast well, and you had multiple shows on the Golf Channel after that, and you were with them for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the end, um, you know, after they saw that, that I was growing and I really wanted to learn, that was the number one thing, is that I would stay afterwards and beg Charlie Reimer to let me do uh, <laughs> Golf Central with him just as, like, some kind of, like, just practice, because I really yeah. wanted to get better. I'm waking up at that point for morning drive. I was waking up at 2 a.m., driving an hour into work to get there at 3, preparing for the show that starts at 7, but again, I'm just trying to learn. So maybe one day I could go live and not annoy all the producers and I could just, you know. So um, <laughs> if I'm already waking up at 2, I'm sticking around the office until 3 p.m., 4 p.m., even though I'm exhausted, just to try and learn. So um, as I got better, they allowed me to get on Martin Hull's instructional show, which is the sweetest man in the world, nicest man in the world. And that was great. Michael Breed was terrific with me. And then um, they brought back playing lessons with the pros, which – was my, as a child, that was the one thing I wanted to accomplish. Like, that show, because I remember yeah. Stephanie Sparks doing it. And when they said that I was allowed to do that, I was like, wow, like, who, who has ever chosen something like that on television and said, that's my dream? And then they get to go do it. And it was just like, then the roll on morning drive became bigger and we moved to the different studio. And it was just, it was all, it was pretty surreal. But it was also uh, really draining because I was working seven days a week at that point. Yeah. And then you got another dream job right after that with Fox Sports. And mm -hmm. I so I think you absolutely killed it on the coverage with Fox. But there's one thing that I want to always talk to you about this because it really, really bothered me. Sure. It was the U.S. Open and you were wearing this beautiful white dress. It was oh, yeah. a high, a high oh, neckline. Yeah. It was a very high neckline. And it was, I mean, just above your knee, very conservative. Mm -hmm. And you got lit up for it. People were saying <laughs> it was like inappropriate. And how dare you wear that and all right. of this stuff. And I thought you looked amazing. Was that really frustrating for you to just be like, I'm here trying to do my job and you guys are focusing on something that like I can't even control. Like, sorry, my body just looks like banging in this outfit. And that, and I, that always bothered me. And I like, still remember like defending you on that because people were like, how, how could she wear that? I'm like, it's a, a normal <laughs> dress. And that, no, that just right. like I, sums up golf right then and there. A thousand percent. I remember walking into the studio and uh, the people were miking me up and they were like, wow, was it Easter Sunday? Because it was probably the most conservative dress I had ever worn. Like, it covered everything. It's down to my knees. It's like frilly. Like, the people in the studio were like, damn, is it Easter? Like, wow, you're covered up. And then for whatever reason, like, people went nuts and it was just that like side view that just like accentuated the curves that like yeah i mean but by then Paige, i was like immune i was numb to all the like the the you know 
uh, the people, um, their opinions, especially in the golf world. And, um, you know, I think every day on Golf Channel, I wasn't really into social media yet on Golf Channel. Yeah. Uh, they started kind of at Fox and I was seeing this whole different world, especially in 2015. Um, when we were just brand new at Fox, we did the US Open. It was basically the Super Bowl of golf and we had met each other three times, you know, where at Chambers Bay, the course was <laughs> not in the best condition. We have all this shit going on and I'm stuck in a room doing interviews. It's like a room of dirt. I have one camera. We didn't even have a two shot. And um, I asked Jordan Spieth, I'm like, Jordan, like, you just having a good time with them. Hey, did you even bring a, you know, fifth outfit or yeah. whatever? Ha ha ha. Because for the people who don't know, back then, it, there was a, a playoff on Monday, an 18 hole playoff. It's not just sudden death. That's the way, it, you know, um, a playoff was back then. But people are like, oh my God, you're the stupidest person I've ever met. How could you ever be on television? Yeah. Oh my God, what a dumb bimbo. I mean, that was probably, that was probably the worst day of my life that I, next day and i remember right that too. too do you remember that yeah we had to go right yeah to women's open after that and i remember just sitting on the charter flight watching all this come in from some of the people who were my friends in the media too who were just like i can't believe she would ask that question and again to this day i still don't even understand like it was a joking question with jordan i know what i'm talking about we're friends um but i got destroyed for that so then after that my um my my mindset i think changed a little bit it was a little more like you know what fuck it like yeah if these people that that i've given so much to in the world of golf over the past like five years of golf channel every single day of my life and my time and my smiles and everything are going to come down on me like that like forget it and that's when you kind of protect yourself you know do you feel like there's double standard in golf and especially in broadcast as well i mean i think like both are two very male dominated industries and especially doing sports broadcast i have seen so many guys ask very stupid questions and not get <laughs> the hate that you got for something that was just very silly and i feel like interviews are the same questions over and over and over again oh, and you ask something that was different and that kind of lightened the mood because you that wasn't like your opening question and that was the only thing you asked you know right. and that like really bothers me because you just went through your entire career and how much time and work and effort blood sweat and tears you yeah. put into this and it was one question and people just lit you up like that just doesn't seem fair to me yeah and, and that kind of hardened me too just to um um those are probably that was probably the hardest month of my life after that again because I left the comfort of golf channel. You're with a new crew, which by the way, is the best crew in the world. Joe Buck, uh, Paul Azinger, back then it was Greg Norman, um, Brad Fax and Shane Bacon. I, I can't say enough nice things about them, but it was, um, it, and we all, after that first US Open, everybody crushed all of us. It wasn't just, yeah. it was like, okay, all right, <laughs> we're okay. Well, we gotta go do the women's open, then we'll re-rack after this. But I give the most credit to everybody at Fox. I mean, that was, at one point, our leaderboard disappeared. Everybody was just killing, killing us that entire weekend. Um, all of our faces were just kind of like, I've never seen anything or experienced <laughs> anything like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, four years, we got better and better and better. We became a very close group. And, um, you know, it's just after 10 years of it um, and that same golf crowd, I think I just wanted to live my life. So, yeah. you know, I gave every single day uh, basically to work and every relationship kind of failed, married, divorced, um, boyfriends. I, I, I missed, you know, because I was doing 
college football on the weekends and pro football on the weekends. I missed, um, you know, some of my significant others um, games that they had. And, and I just, I couldn't ever be around. So it was just kind of time to take control of my life when I turned 30 and um, to realize I had accomplished on TV what I wanted to accomplish. I went to a network by 26 and um, got to work with Skip Bayless and Colin Cowherd and, you know, some of my idols. And um, it's just time to, to, to live your life. Yeah, and, and I get this a lot too where people only think that you have a career in media if you are on TV and right mm -hmm. now you are doing so many really awesome cool things like you're killing it on social media, you have a new app that's coming out mm -hmm. or that, that's out now and I feel like people think that you're not doing anything they say the same thing about me, it's like oh you're doing social media but they don't realize that digital media is the future like right. you're ahead of the time if you are in digital media because traditional media is dying. Like no one really sits down and watches TV anymore. They just watch, you know, quick highlights on, you know, right. Instagram or they're going on Twitter or that's how they're getting their news now. Right. Well, this, the, the sports center model has been now dying for many years because it's not appointment viewing anymore. I mean, we remember 15, 20 years ago when it was like Stuart Scott and we would all sit down and be like, oh, we have to watch the highlights at like 6 p.m. on ESPN. Now you just... You know, turn on the ESPN app or whatever it is, and you got them already. So, uh, and we're seeing during the quarantine phase that you're right, like like the digital is what is surviving. There aren't any sports happening right now. <laughs> Therefore, so many of my friends I've spoken to are just like, if MLB isn't happening, NBA got cut short, NFL may not allow fans. Like, how are we going to do this broadcast? How am I going to get down on that field? Um, so, digital is just kind of taking control of your own life. Like what you're doing with the podcast, you've built an unbelievable brand. And you weren't on TV, you know, one day of your life, and you're still one of the most famous faces in golf. And again, that's what bothered me is that, um, like, we both did the Golf Digest covers. And yeah. um, I, were you the year right after me, or was Lexi in between us, or Michelle? We I forget. I, I think I was like one or two years after you. I remember they were like, we need we need to put like a pro in because then <laughs> they'll right, get way too much right, hate. <laughs> right. Well, I remember that hate that I got from a lot of the uh, female pro golfers when I was on the cover. And, yeah, um, you know, there's just a lot of similar things that you and I have gone through. And, um, I, I don't, I don't think people think sometimes of where they type stuff, like you're plastic or you're a bitch or you're, um, you're so dumb. Like we don't, we, you don't, we don't meet a lot of people, you know, like, I don't know how you get these opinions of us. I really don't know where <laughs> it comes from because you and I are not judgmental people at all. Like you yeah. and I both wait till we meet somebody to decide, you know, this person is X, Y, and Z. I don't know how these people sit behind their keyboards. I can't imagine making up a fake profile and typing anything to someone I don't know or anybody I do know. Like you yeah. would never take the time to do that. Steven would never take the time to do that. I would never ever take the time to do that. I don't understand it. It's it's funny too because I think when people look at us, they think that we are the fakest people out there. I mean, we get very similar comments. And so it's yes. really funny to me because I feel like they perceive us to be so fake, but we are actually the most authentic and real in person and on social media. Like you said earlier, there's so many times where you see these girls who act a completely different way on social totally. media and they have these, you know, good girl images and they want to, you know, grow the game and they want to do all this stuff, but then they are catty behind each other's backs. They don't look like themselves in person. They're, Zero. They're, and they're not nice in person either. And so I think it's always unfair. And I, that's, I think why we bonded so much is because 
we are who we are and we've just have we've owned that we use what we can to our advantage to be successful businesswomen and you know I I definitely want to talk about Vegas Dave because that has been (laughs) in the news a lot but I first want to say like when when that first popped up people were making comments about you being like oh "Oh, you're you're in it for the money and I'm like uh Holly has her own money. (laughs) Like, she makes her own money. She can make her own decisions. Like, they just always forget all this stuff. But what... Okay, what happened with Vegas Dave? What is going on with that? (laughs) That just, like, blew my mind. Like, okay, so... So Dave was, um, and I don't usually, like when I date people, I don't usually make it public. I'm usually pretty private about all that. He was um, very good friends with one, one of my other friends who who I trust, like like character reference wise. Because Dave is Dave. Dave is like, hey, I got this, I got that, I got that. You don't have that, screw you. So I'm like, this cannot be real. And he, he actually contacted me and was like, listen, I'm starting a sports podcast. And I, I think you'd be great on it. And so I heard him on the phone. I'm like, this sounds nothing like the character he plays. Um, yeah. So this is probably, I, I don't know, uh, 2019, October 2019. And he's like, well, you're coming here for Thanksgiving. Uh, that's my thing. I go to I go to Vegas every Thanksgiving. It, it's weird, I know. So I was with my two gay friends. I'm um, here, Silas <laughs> and his partner. And Dave was like, hey, um, I just finished up the day of football. Let's, um, you know, all the games are done. Let, let's meet. Let's meet at Crazy Horse, which is a strip club. So, because, I mean, that's like the, the that's spot you. Feel comfortable. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, we'll go. We'll have a drink, whatever met him and some of his friends there. Um, I was like, if I don't like him or if he doesn't like me, we'll just go back home, whatever. Um, and then went to Tao after that. Um, and then right, went right from there to Sapphire, which is yet another strip club. Um, so that's our first date. Met all so romantic. So it romantic. On Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Um, and so, so then, um, you know, took a party bus home. Because, of course, he picks me up in his Ferrari and these days. Vegas Day played. I'm like, this is so cheesy, but um, anyhow, couldn't drive home. Took a party bus home, like with the stripper poles in it and everything, just the two of us. And um, woke up the next morning and actually talked about business. Like we woke up and he was like, okay. And he's like, you look like your photos. And he's like, you're fun. And he's like, and you're smart. Like he was very surprised. He's like, yeah, okay, let, let's talk business. So then we talked about his business for probably an hour after that, and then. Um, met up later that night at Nobu and it was like, uh, I, I went to, to Florida then to, to uh, have a photo shoot with my photographer and talk to him every second, talk to Dave every second. And then he said, we're finishing up my documentary in LA. And I'm like, cool, great. Uh, where? And he's like, oh, we're going to throw 50 grand on the floor um, at, <laughs> at Crazy Girls in Hollywood, which is the biggest strip club in Hollywood. So I'm like, another, another strip, strip club? club. <laughs> right. So, he, I, I meet him at the Dream Hollywood, get in his car. He has the Rolls Royce out there, of course. Another cheesy Dave move. Um, and we go over to, to Crazy Girls and uh, back, back Grid and, like, the paparazzi are there. And I wasn't expecting that. And so then, of course, he throws $50,000 on the floor, honestly. Like, I mean, it took forever, Paige. Like, in ones, <laughs> I don't realize how much time it takes. Those girls were so nice. They were so grateful. It was a great visual. And Dave, again, goes to these strip clubs but never even gets a lap dance. He pops bottles for $76,000 and never drinks more than a glass. Like, Dave is very in control of, like, what's going on. Um, it's, it's just an image he creates. And so then the next morning we wake up, TMZ, Holly and Dave. Uh, Vegas, Dave, and Holly are together. <laughs> the strip club. I'm like, oh, God. 
Good headline. Awesome. So we're dealing with that. Then we go to the montage, eat lunch in Beverly Hills, and there is TMZ in person in the courtyard. So we have an in-person interview. And at the end, Dave's like, I'm probably going to ask her to marry me next week. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Okay. So we go to Mexico to his place in Cabo, and he actually asked me to marry him. <laughs> this is three weeks after meeting, two weeks after meeting. Okay. So, um, and that's all on video, and and I was not expecting that. I asked if we could go to Dairy Queen um, two seconds before. I thought we were leaving. I'm thinking about my ice cream. He's asking me to marry him. Um, so Dave, the best way to describe Dave is like there's Vegas Dave, and then there's Dave Wancha, who is a 43-year-old who um, basically was a millionaire by the age of 30, multimillionaire, lost it all eight different times, seven, eight different times, because he was a professional gambler. And yeah. then um, the feds came in. There was a huge uh, case against him after he, I think he won a, it was like a payout of $5 million. Some of the casinos would pay him and some wouldn't back in 2018. And uh, he was facing 40 years in prison. Um, anyhow, went through the entire trial, beat the feds, but is on federal probation. So he beat um, like the, the prison sentence. He is not a criminal. But of course, you go through something traumatic like that and you're like, fuck. <laughs> wow. You know, yeah. like, like we think we've been through a lot on social media. I've never seen hate like he gets, like we were getting DMS from people that were like, I'm going to shoot you in the head of the Lakers game, stuff like that. Like, I mean, next level, scary kind of stuff. So, um, Dave is Dave and it's been fun. And a lot of times we have to have a discussion of like, listen, this is, this is viewed as disrespectful. I know you don't mean it that way, but like, like, yeah, like meat cooking in my underwear, and you're like, "Hey, yeah. tacos!" I'm like, "Let's." <laughs> there's a fine line, so we've kind of streamlined that. But um, Dave is uh, one of the best people I've ever met. Um, not many people get to see that. He would do anything for his friends and people close to him. But again, it's an image, and he sold that image about as well as anybody. Yeah, and you guys are still still going strong. The quarantine has been tough for everybody. So we have yeah. taken like 20. We were in Mexico for four weeks, taken about two, three weeks away. Um, and he's, he's been with his parents who are, uh, he's very close to them. They live here in Vegas yeah. too, so he's been with them. And, um, you know, we'll see how, how everything comes out. I don't force anything, but Dave is incredibly special to me. And we'll, uh, you know, we'll see after all this craziness in the world. You know, he's got no sports right now. And that's all he's ever known. Every day, wake up, sell the sports, sell the sports, bet the sports, yeah. do this and that. Um, so to have that taken away from somebody is, is really tough. So he's just hanging out with his parents and I built the app and you know, everybody's trying to stay busy around here. But a lot of people in Vegas, I mean, 60,000 people the other day were just laid off again, just workers at hotels around yeah. here. A lot of our friends are struggling. It's just, it's a weird time in the world. No, I, I mean, I definitely get it. And especially for couples too, I feel like you're oh. going to end up with a baby or divorced after this. Like well, there's no in between. Everybody uh, me. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, I'm in a high-rise condo, and people above me were having a fight yesterday. The people next to me were having a fight today, and I was like, it actually makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's going through it. Everybody's but I, like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I really want to know more about this app that you have created. I've seen it everywhere. It seems really awesome. It's a new way to connect with all of your fans. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you and I both know the difference between just people who are DMing us and people who are actual fans. And you yeah. and I would do anything for fans. Like when we meet those <laughs> sweet people, and it's just like God, we would do anything. You know, those are the people that I wanted to attract, just to like a, a like a 
non-judgmental safe space, <laughs> like social media, like not all the shit talking. Um, so it's a team up fitness app. They, they started it. The, the, um, developers started it about nine, eight, nine months ago. And I finally had time recently to set up my profile and really start pushing it because I'm a partner mm -hmm. in it. And, um, it's just, it, I, I respond to DMS there. I actually, it's just like a different part of my life. It's all the photos that don't, you know, make Instagram videos of me actually talking with them. I've gotten a lot of women over there, which is great. Awesome. That's not my usual de demographic, yeah. <laughs> but they're sending me photos like of their body. They want to change it. They want to, um, you know, they talk about relationships. They just want to be, it's, it's a place where they're grateful to talk to me. And honestly, I'm grateful to talk to them. So it's, it's been growing and it's a week now since we launched it. So, um, no, it's just, it's people are like, is it only fans? I'm like, no, there's, <laughs> there's no nudity. Um, it's just a place where I will actually connect with you and, and I'm happy to do that. That's awesome. And we actually have some fan questions for okay. the both of us. I'll, I'll tag team with pro tour, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here and ready. Uh, first of all, Holly, I, I, I do want to say, um, that was amazing what you just said. Uh, all the, um, all the all the ways you worked your way up to where you are, you dropped some um, unbelievable names that you got to work with, and that's it's so. As a sports fan and a golfer all my life, what you went through that's so legit that um, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with all of Thank that. You. And and I remember and I remember the Fox thing. The Fox thing was it was kind of bullshit at the beginning because everyone was mad. CBS Fox stole it from CBS, correct? So. Everyone was going to get hate. You were all going to get hated on anyway because yeah. it wasn't fucking Jim Nance. Right. And it was all of that. So you guys were walking into a loaded situation. <laughs> and who's who's going to get it the most out of all of those people but you? You're going to be the easiest of target. Of course. But I thought you handled it really well. And I and I remember that distinctly. So Thank you. Um, I, this, this was so educational for me. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to questions now. Thank you. Um, okay, first one is who has the better golf game? Paige. I don't know. We've, so we've oh, never yeah. played together. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's you. <laughs> no, I never we, practiced. We, you, were, you were like a pro there. It's not even close. It is not even close. I have enough to, to make a taped show uh, for you know, the Fox Sports Regionals 18 holes. We, we can tape a good shot one out of five and make it look like I'm good, but you're actually good. Paige, not even close. I think okay. we definitely I, no. We definitely need to do a fun little match at some point. Of course, we need we need to like videotape it. it needs to happen. So we will we officially will find out we who is to, better one know, day. We don't need yeah. to sponsor this shit. We just we just need to do it with our camera crew and go. Yes, I know. We we always talk about that. We always want to do something together, and I think that's. We always talk about women in the industry not supporting each other, and that's actually quite the opposite. When you find someone that you bond with and you're on the same kind of level with how you think, you do want to collaborate because yeah. you're always on the same page. And that was like right away with Holly. It was never like this competition. Like, uh, I if I don't want to help you because then you might be more this than me or then never. you'll be higher. It was always like, what can we do to both elevate our brands and get our name out there and showcase who we are because right. we know that we're business women we mm -hmm. look the way we do but we're also very smart we're ambitious we're mm -hmm. confident and we've always wanted to do something together and make that happen and so it really kind of plays on this when girls are like oh i'm insecure i don't want to help someone else that's totally not no. even the case that's so all. gross to me i don't understand how, how anybody could be like that 
Like I, every time I go to your page, I'm like, she looks great. Like I'm hitting the like, I'm commenting. And, and especially like, and you've touched on um, like just the nudes and stuff like that. And just the way that, and that happened to me back in uh, 2017. Yeah. And you know what, the way you handled that was unbelievable. And again, mine were sent to somebody that, that I trusted as well. And you know, I think it's the lowest thing in the world somebody could do. Um, you know, to try and leverage that against us. Like I would, who, what kind of people in this world, you know, that we trusted at one point, you know, it's just, um, you and I have been through a lot of similar things. And <laughs> I don't think people understand what that's like to wake up every morning wondering, is this going to be on TMZ? Am I going to be embarrassed today? Am I going to be, you know, just for living your life? Yeah. But um, we've been through a lot. Um, I know people laugh when they hear that. What have you guys been through? Stuff you can't imagine, you know, <laughs> stuff you can't think about. Um, but Paige is definitely the better golfer, and that's hands down. We will have a match, but mine will be laughable. Like, my game is laughable. No, I, I, come on. I, I, I it is laughable. You got a great swing. You got a, you got a smooth swing, it that's for sure. It doesn't work. It looks good. It's aesthetic. It's not. Okay. Awesome. I mean, all that's right. all well, that matters well, for us anyways, right? Correct. If it looks good, then that's we're it. good to go. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. All right, we're going to jump in. All right, if it's not, we'll jump a little bit off golf. What's your favorite sporting event you look forward to every year? March Madness for me. And it got canceled this year because I would always go to Vegas. Now I live in Vegas. We were going to have this huge party because like that Thursday that it starts and through that first weekend when the first rounds are starting in March Madness, it's game after game after game after game. And somebody's winning, somebody's losing, people are going crazy. And I love March Madness. I think it's the greatest, greatest sporting event. What about you, Paige? I agree. March Madness is awesome. Have you ever done any basketball games? I know you did a ton of golf and then you did football. What other sports did you do? I did college basketball because we had a lot of Big East basketball on on Fox. And so I did that with like Tim Brando. And that was a lot of fun too because basketball games are the easiest to do because they're all inside. You know that it's not going to be cold out. It's not going to (laughs) be snowing on you like football at the end of the season. It's not going to be a thousand degrees and it's two hours and you're out. Like I look up and it's halftime. Those are the easiest to do. You got the Enter the, the on camera before the game, coach at halftime, coach after, and you're gone. So those were the easiest to do. Those were fun. And I was an all-state basketball player. So that's that was easy for me to, to – I had to learn football. I had to study football and learn football. Because in TV, if you get a name wrong, um, you're done. You know, you, you got to get those names right. You have all the players, all the um, positions, everything. I had to learn that for a year before I knew I took that job. How much of it is prompter work compared to off script? So um, almost everything at Golf Channel was prompter because um, mm-hmm. you're in a studio and you have your different cameras and your lighting and you look great all the time. Um, <laughs> for anything on the sidelines, no prompter. So that That's was insane. all memorization, off the cuff, comes down to the last second of the game. There's a field goal. You got to have both coaches. You got to run onto the field, find them, grab them. Like that, that was – that was tough. Like that was for me, um, that was harder. And before the game, you got like your minute long thing. You got to remember with the fans screaming, you can't hear yourself. You can't hear the toss because you're the people in the booth are way over in another building. And the people who are the producers in a truck are way on the other side. So I'm by myself on the sideline. If I can't <laughs> hear you, I just look like a fool. You know what I mean? Yeah. If people are screaming too loud and the crowd is too loud and I can't hear the toss. It's just me like this on TV. Like, uh, Tim, hello. Like, it's just, it, it, it's, it was stressful, but it was also fun to be a part of that. 
Yeah, and I, I don't think a lot of people realize, like, how hard that is. Like, yes. I can never do anything live because I just fumble all my words and I can't remember things. And when those lights shoot on you <laughs> and they're like, go, and you're like, ah. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. So I give you so much credit for doing that and how much just time and work and effort goes into that. I don't think, like, people realize how difficult like no. it really truly is a golf channel it took me i think about 300 shows before i was ready to sit in the actual host seat and do it with gary and um and he would guide me through it but i mean it took 300 think about that 300 shows two to four hours each like that's how many hours just to be able to, to feel comfortable to really uh <laughs> you know do do live tv for two hours so um and that's me working my ass off me at home talking in the mirror all the time me going back when I when I totally had no idea what I was doing, I would go back and watch every show. And that's the worst part is when you know that you suck and you go back and watch it and you, you have to see how you need to get better. But every day I would DVR or whatever, the, the one drive, and I would go home and watch my updates after. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, because you sound like you're reading. Like, I can tell. Okay, today, Tiger Woods is playing in the, you know, because, yeah. <laughs> But the, then you learn, and it gets smoother, and, you, and it gets better. Um, but my advice to anybody who's like, you know, I'm starting out in TV. What do I do? I go, go learn where nobody will see you. Like, yeah. don't make a big step too quickly. Go to Arkansas or wherever, Des Moines. Go and learn live TV and, and fuck up, because you will, <laughs> and learn. Because yeah. I'm grateful I had that. Because if I had gone straight to Golf Channel, I would have not had the career there that I did. That's nice, great advice. Nice. And okay, so I'm gonna pro tours back, and she has some because mm -hmm. this is already uh, Holly. You don't know this, but I'm usually um, uh, a two on one, so now it's a three on one. So I have to like, <laughs> I have to divert over to pro tour because they usually gang up on me anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the last two questions for you guys. How many grapes do you think you can fit in your mouth? This is from a listener. <laughs> oh. Wow. Holly, these are the type of questions that I get asked on my podcast all the time. I so like very deep, meaningful things that we're, you know, we're tackling here. Women's now, I, rights I are alive. It's like my kind of thing. I'm trying to find something that's like the size of a grape. I know. Like we're just like, I, so I can actually fit my entire fist in my mouth. So can I you? have, I can, I can. It's kind of my party trick that I do, but I might have to get rid of that because of Corona, you know, sticking things in your oh, mouth, yeah. not that great. But I, that's my party trick. I can stick my whole fist in my mouth. So I can probably oh. fit like, I mean, grapes are about that big, like 10, 10, that's like a, maybe, I like, mean, yeah. if you like if it's stick like them all the way in the back. I mean, Holly's yeah. sticking stuff in her mouth right, right now. I have my first really? and I'm like trying to roll up the size of a grape. And like, uh, I think uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. I, don't have, I don't have a gag reflex either. So I think that there's like a lot. <laughs> I could fit. We'll, we'll do that when we get together too. So you won't even know because grapes will just be sliding down your mouth or like down right. your throat. And you're like, okay, we can just keep going. Just like right. endless that's, amount of grapes. That's the way we go to the ER. Like, Right. <laughs> They've seen weirder. They've seen weirder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next listener question. Since we're creeping into summer, uh, a guy wants to know, what do you think of high-waisted bikini bottoms? Diapers or not? Diapers. 
diapers. Yeah. You know what? Like, like if we're talking like '90s Cindy Crawford, high waisted, like making your your waist really thin. That's hot. But then from the back, you've got the whole diaper thing going on. Because I've tried that too, and I was like, don't tell me from the back. We were just in Mexico, and I had one on, and it looked great from the front, and in the back, it was just a disaster. So yeah, it looked like a dirty diaper. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I. I I like so I like high waisted stuff at times, but I feel like guys hate anything high waisted. Even if it's not high waisted, I'll get comments. They're like, "Why are you wearing like grandma jeans?" I'm like, "These are <laughs> normal. Like, where do you want them to sit on me? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get guys' fascination with like a low rise. I, I think hate low anything rise because it's the it muffin does, top. It gives everybody yeah. muffin top. Nobody looks good when they sit down and low rise. It's always hanging over my pants, no matter so how good a shape I'm in. It so it's matter. like what guys are looking at, where are they finding these pictures of women in low rise pants? Cause it makes your legs look like this short too. Like, well, they're I, finding it because they're <laughs> finding that like there's modeling photos when it's the right angle and then pulled in with Photoshop. Like everybody has that muffin top over it. Like it is not, <laughs> it low rise is the devil. Like I'm not, like you'd wear low rise and then go sit on a plane in four hours and it's like spilling over into the next seat. Oh, Josh, Josh, what do you think no. about low rise versus high rise? Oh my God, you guys, I, I got two words for you. Daisy Duke. I mean, oh, yeah. that's the, the, you can blame Daisy Duke. I, her low rise jean cutoffs was, uh, you know, a million guys went through puberty with Daisy Duke. I'm just saying that. <laughs> okay. So like, and, and I, and I gotta be honest, like the way you guys are talking about it, it's kind of funny that it makes all this sense in the world. Now, but no, I'm such a fan of the low low rise. I don't want the high. I, I the gene wise, no. It's well, also, it's, Paige, it's like, I think I think when people can see like navel and belly button, that's another yes. signal too. That's a whole yes. part of that. And if it's a belly button ring, yeah, yeah. So okay, so we've decided that anything slightly below belly button is good, but it can't be lower than like more than about an inch, and then that's where it gets too uncomfortable yeah or i'm just gonna start buying i'm gonna start buying like size 28 jeans leaving the waist really like loose and then really tight getting the rest of it tight i've considered that too because in some photos i like it but but um a lot of times i just um if i have low rise on for a photo shoot i just unbutton it or unzip it because it gives me that like little extra expansion <laughs> and it looks it photographs better so that's my trick i but and you won't see me wearing those in public like no. jeans, what Jeans uh -oh. are hard. Like, I, I like jeans a lot, but, like, they also are not comfortable. But I feel like guys, they're so off on, like, what they like and what they don't like. I, I, they'll, I'll wear, like, a full face of makeup, and they're like, I love oh, you the look, natural look. I love the natural I know, look. I know. I know. <laughs> or they'll be like, oh, Kim Kardashian, she's so naturally beautiful. I'm like, mm, That's oh, two hours, honey. Right. They sat in makeup for two hours. And, <laughs> and it's also like, not her face. Nude <laughs> yeah. palette. Like, you see them in person, and it is a full face of, like, like <laughs> contour, everything. I love that natural look. I'm like... Bitch, I have so much makeup on right now. You have no idea. The like guys will write and be like, oh my God, you look so good without makeup. I'm like, I have spiders for eyelashes right now. I have like, <laughs> I look like a clown. If I walked into Walgreens, I would scare small children. The natural look. People don't understand everything's about lighting. That was the other thing about being on TV is that every time I, it's like, a, if it's a noon game versus a night game versus whatever it was, I don't have lighting on the sidelines either and how, if that new lighting is coming down 
I'm looking like a troll. And that's just, you know that going into it. That noon light right on top of you, and you just, every feature is just blown out, and you look bad. And you're giving this report to millions of people, and you're like, I know if I go on Twitter, people are going to be like, oh, my God, what surgery did you have now? Like, it's just like, and then the next day, they see me, they're like, you're the most beautiful girl i ever seen. And then the next day, oh, my God, you ruined yourself. And the next day, oh, my God, did you gain 20 pounds? Oh, my God, are you anorexic? Just based yeah. on the time of day, the lighting, how far away from the camera I am. Yeah. I, mean, I even made them experiment on the sidelines, like like a swoop in, like where you would get my like legs in, <laughs> a swoop in effect. No other silent reporter has any kind of like, like you don't see their entire body. But I'm like, just back up and just like do a swoop in so it's not so tight on my face. Yeah. Like, people wonder why I'm nuts after, you know, 11 years of this every day. But they're like, really, truly, somebody will be like, you're the prettiest girl I've ever seen next day in different lighting. You are hideous. So it's like, what did you, you, you do to your face? Oh, yeah, yeah, I just, I had it cut up. I you saw me 24 hours ago. Like, what do you mean, what did... You can't, you can't win. And like the thing that is the funniest part is if you were at a bar and a guy walked in and you went up to him and this guy maybe called you ugly the day before and you said, hey, do you want to go home? Do you think he would look you in the face and he would say, no? Hell no. Hell no. (laughs) That guy would take you home and brag about it to all of his friends that you're the hottest girl he's ever hooked up with because guys would hook up with a tree. And then they're calling these beautiful girls, like, ugly. It just drives me insane. So, like, props to you for handling all of the hate that you get because you've come out stronger. You're still killing it. And guys just need to, like, get over it. I come out being, like, a mental brick. (laughs) I don't know if I'm stronger. I'm just, like, immune to it. I'm just, like, slide left. I don't even. All feeling has just, like, lost our body. We just don't. Totally. we talk about this all the time. Like, they'll ask me questions. Like, I am so desensitized to, like, Correct. what is normal anymore that like, nothing phases me. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like, somebody will come on Instagram and be like, you know what? I would like you when you were all natural all days. Like, I was never natural. Like, I, I don't know. Ever since the day that I went on Golf Channel, I had fake boobs. And whether or not I decided to get my nose done or, you, you know, we all experiment with filler now, lipstick, whatever it is. We all, you know, if you do Botox, whatever it is. Like, um, but yeah, the, I, I liked when you were natural, a, a.k.a. if you translate that, that means back when I thought that you were girl next door and I could get you. That's what it yeah. is. Guys don't like girls that are too, they, want, they say they want this glamorous woman, but a lot of them can't handle that. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what's so funny, too, because, like, they'll call us fake, but you just you just said, like, yeah, I've had this done, I've had that done. You know, 99.9% of women have had some kind of procedure done, either fillers, uh, teeth whitening, eyelash extensions, hair extensions, whatever, fake tan. Like, people, women are always trying to do something to make themselves look better and it's not a bad thing it's no. what they want to do but so many women just don't own up to it and the fact that you're like yeah so what I've had this done I love the way I look and I'm confident that's what makes you so real and authentic and people need to focus on that and some of these women who have obviously had stuff done and they're like no I haven't had anything right. done and they're lying right. about it and not only is that harmful for young girls looking at these models or these you know public figures it, it right. just it paints our society in such a 
poor light that they're going to lie about this. And I hate that. And that's why I've always loved you so much. And I've always backed you to back you up and supported you because you're the most real and authentic person I have ever met. And I just get so heated when people will say that stuff because they don't, they don't know you. And like, you are so cool. And I I was telling Josh too, like when I first met you, I was so intimidated by you because of the way you carry yourself and how you talk to people and how you treat other people. Like you were saying, like, it's hard when you see someone on social media, they're usually a different person in real life. And you were, you exceeded my expectations. You were beautiful. You. you were kind. You were smart. And I think people need to see that more. And so I I'm, I'm, want to thank you again for coming on the podcast today and kind of telling your story. And I hope a lot of people will listen and respect you for all of the hard work and everything that you've done. And you've given back to the whole, you know, the golf industry this community you have blessed us and they should be thankful so (laughs) thank you for taking the time to have me today it's truly a pleasure to see you grow and have your own platform that you deserve so much and we will make that golf um match happen yes we should do it on pay-per-view no we're just gonna do it ourselves with our own crew and what when can we get that done by we should do we can we can do it during quarantine we, we need to get it done. It needs to happen soon. So <laughs> you, you call me, we'll make this happen yes. and we should, we should do it on release it the day of the actual tiger, Phil, Tom Brady, oh Peyton God. Manning match. <laughs> Explode the world. Cause everybody's still going to be in their homes then. I don't know when this is all ending. Yeah. Holly, I just want to jump in for a second because your, your, your past is so impressive to a guy like me, Colin Cowherd. Like you said, Paul Eisinger. I mean, like you, you've worked with Norman Fax and all these guys, right? All this amazing stuff, NFL, PGA, do you miss any of that? I miss the people that I worked with. It's like some of the names you just mentioned, plus everybody at Golf Channel. Uh, Brandel Frank, um, Charlie Reimer was one of my best friends, Gary Williams. I mean, God, the people I got to work with at Fox, like Carissa Thompson, um, Colin Cowherd, Skip Bayless. I mean, Joy Taylor, all these, the, the people you see every single day. Uh, on TV, like, are some of my best friends. I miss making TV with my best friends. That's the part I miss. Do I miss the actual sitting around for 14 hours uh, at the golf course? <laughs> no, I don't. Do I miss, like, people wearing sweaters in the golf community blasting me for <laughs> being a, you know, whore or whatever they call me because <laughs> they see me wearing a short skirt completely unfairly blasting me? No, I do not miss that. One thing that's that came out of both of both you two um, talking is you guys should definitely do something about that whole mental brick thing, like this idea that you yeah. guys just took. You, you're you're both still very vulnerable, yet you both have had to switch out all that all the hate you know that's come at you. You guys, oh, yeah. there's something like really fascinating that you should you guys should should jump on. I'm I'm serious. It's fascinating. A thousand percent. And it's just us figuring out what that is that, that we can, um, you know, market together. But there's yeah. something here that is enormous and people would love to see. And, of course, the haters are going to be like, oh, these two boobs <laughs> and the, the boobs podcast. Like, come on. Guess what? People want to watch. So, yeah. And we actually have a message. We're actually, honestly, <laughs> we could help more young women out than anybody. Instead of the Kardashians yeah. who, like, you know, Kylie got an entirely new head. And that says it's just filler. You know what I mean? Like, you have a new head. <laughs> and there are girls out there trying to, like, scrub their lips 
and you know to try and make them puffier yeah and it's like no this is this is a new head i got a new head <laughs> like, but they're all lying about it it's like come on the shape of your head changed you went from like an oval to like an actual heart upside down triangle like, it's not <laughs> Oh, Holly, I love you. You are the best. (laughs) If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. All right, Josh, are you ready for some TNA? I behaved for so long, so yes, I am da doom da doom da doom da ready. It's tea. I want to say for everyone who's listening, that sounds really awesome to us, but I will listen to this back on the podcast I listened to the other day, and Josh is like offbeat, and Tori's like, it's tea. And it's so, but like, Right in this moment, we are killing it, and we feel like it's perfect. So just we, we blame Zoom for anything going wrong on that because we are perfect. I am not offbeat. <laughs> All right, from Run Rye Run, I keep pulling the ball on the drive. How do I fix it? So there's so many different ways that you will hit a pole or the way that you're slicing it or there's so many different things that happen in your swing. So it's always really hard to find one certain tip that will help you hit it better. What I always go back to is 
fundamentals. So that is your setup, your grip, and how far away you're standing from the ball and ball position. Those are the main things that you always need to focus with. Always swing path is really going to affect if it goes right, left, and how your club face is open or closed. But I think you can change a lot of that with just having good fundamentals. So you, most people have the ball too far forward or too far back, so it just should be a little forward of center. And then when you have your grip, you basically want, when you're gripping the club, it should look like two Vs are shooting up your shoulders. And that's when you're going to have a neutral grip. If your hand is... If you're a right-handed player, if your hand is your right hand is too far to the left, that means you have a weak grip. If it's too far to the right, means you have a strong grip. If you have a strong grip, usually that's when you kind of come underneath it and turn it over, and you'll get those pulls and those hooks. So if you neutralize your grip, then you're probably going to be hitting it a lot straighter. Also, if you're too far away from it, you tend to reach it, and so you'll hit it on the toe, and if you're too close, you tend to hit it on the heel. And if you hit it on the toe, that's usually when you get those kind of nasty starts right, hooks left. So there's so many things that will affect your golf swing and make it go one way or the other. And I always say this too, golf is a game of opposites. So if you're hitting it left, swing to the right. If you are missing it right, swing to the left. If you are, if you want to hit it up in the air, you hit down on it. So if you think about it in that way, instead of, oh my gosh, it's going left, I'm going to swing even harder, you tend to kind of rip your shoulder over and it will go even more to the left. So swing out to the right and that should help you too. But start with your basics, work on ball position, stance, grip, and alignment is also a big one. You should be go, good to go from there. <laughs> I was practicing mine over here if you didn't see yeah, Tori's over there doing shadow swings. <laughs> it looks great. If you have any questions, Paige, the unfiltered golf queen, email us at par, P-A-R, iHeartRadio.com, or follow us on Instagram, playing around podcast, and slide into the DMs, and we will answer them. Cool. That is... <laughs> I never know what to say after Tori kills it because she's just so smooth with it. And then she like looks at me and I'm supposed to just end the episode and I never know what to say. Uh, but thanks again for listening, everyone. We always have a good time on this show. I want to give a special shout out to Holly for just being awesome. And guys, if you're listening to this, go head over to all of our social media. Just send her a nice comment. You know, she is a really awesome person, super smart. She's beautiful. So give her some positivity. Send that along her way because, you know, it's it's rough out there for an IG ho. So <laughs> keep that in mind and <laughs> keep <laughs> it's rough life, Josh. You don't you, you could never understand. <laughs> so it's difficult. Uh, but always send us some positivity. Uh, thanks for listening again. And we should wish Josh a happy round of golf. And we will be getting an update on how bad he played. And also, I just want to say he is wearing the ugliest shorts I have ever seen. That is all. And we'll see you next time for playing around. <laughs> Up yours! Follow Playing Around with Paige Renee on iHeartRadio. Or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.